0: You're suddenly realizing that somewhere near the Temple of Loth, it's almost like there might be a sun rising. Okay. There seems to be some sort of light source going on that is separate from the Temple of Loth.
1: I would be inclined to go to Sabre. We've sort of been unlikely allies in the last day. Okay. And also because I really want the concept of this poor family that's terrified to see Zantar walking toward them with a halo of death shooting everything around her.
0: Okay. I am complete
1: Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee.
2: I'm Eric.
0: I'm Florian. And I'm Tinsian.
1: And this is Death to Dishonor. Today is Friday, December what? 5th. Fifth. Fifth. And this is episode 161 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons & Dragons, hosted by the Grey Area Podcast. So, it's been a couple of weeks since we met before. We've had holiday, and... Uh, yeah, we've had uh, some people out, some people in, so I'm going to let uh, Dungeon Master catch us up on where we are currently, because I think it's confusing to everyone. So Dungeon Master, you are a go.
0: Good evening, everyone, and just an administrative note, uh, there's going to be a bit of ring rust, I think, tonight on the episode. Uh There's been a lot of medical issues, been some other stuff going on, so um I think that we will be in as good a form as usual, but please <laughs> pardon... Please pardon some things, like tonight I apparently will be hiding behind my uh, skullhead icon on Skype because um, the Skype video is not working well for me. So, As far as the story goes, um, now that I don't need to write Carl's character out for a little while, because uh, he's back, so that is good. You didn't know that, but he was gone for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um Story goes, the party had entered a deific realm of death, had encountered perhaps death itself. Caesar got offered a job. He decided to tacitly agree to the job. Um, I think there's still some doubts and reservations going on there, but uh, death waits for no one. And the party was returned to what they know as the mortal realm. Um, as jacked up and screwed up and tie wibbly-wobbly as it all has been to this point, i.e. they never get a vacation. <clears throat> so, um, party has a couple hours before dawn, let's say two or three, if they wish to get some rest. They are in this um, secluded area that is uh, shielded by various rocks. They had previously started to set up a campsite, Often a distance, uh, I believe it was three fourths of a mile or so. Now, because they had backed up, they had decided to. Um, uh, sorry, there was the lizardmen or the dragon federation, however you want to call it. I've sort of forgotten the green dragon, dragon federation or whatever. Okay. Um, there are lizardmen up on an earthen berm, and it believe it is the belief that they're. Are, um, that is the boundary to that group. Nobody has moved from the berm towards your location in whatever time and space has passed. Small little lizardling creatures do continue to, um, move from the woods that is behind the party towards the, uh, earthen berm, but do not pay the party any mind. Carl, I believe, had set up residence in a tree, but he hasn't gone back to it yet. And as always, for those who are listening live, you have the treat of listening to our co-GM, Freddy, sitting in Xanatari's uh, lap. That is the purring. Those of you who are listening to this taped after, um, you probably will have that edited out. And uh,
1: You so bet your butt you will.
0: You should uh, really come in and join because it is adds quite such the quite the effect.
1: Oh, look, he's so cute. He's so cute.
0: For those who are wondering and aren't on video, although you will see it in video, uh, Freddy is a orange marmalade Siberian cat. Okay, so uh, let us break off some ring rust here. Cesar. Huh?
1: And boom! <laughs> he's out! Running for the hills! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Too much pressure, man! Too much pressure! The mute button is way too close to the hang-up button. Mm. <laughs> i just like, click, done.
1: <laughs> He's like, and I'm out! Drop the tick!
0: And I, I, thought, I thought giving this... Uh... Oh, for some reason, uh, Kevin, who is has uh, been on our podcast for many, many episodes in the past... Um, he's having some sound issues. By the way, Kevin, uh, we will dedicate this episode to the memory of your dear pooch. Um, so I'm sorry that if it turns into a flaming pile.
1: <laughs> is anyone, Because anyone hear, uh, is there like sound issues where you can only hear me or just them? Is there something going on sound wise? Tell me now, cause heaven forbid we get too far into this. You should definitely be hearing sound. Can you hear sound from them? Speak! Speak, angels!
0: Derp, 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 derp.
1: You can hear multiple voices. Excellent. Can you hear me too, I assume? Can you hear us? Oh. (laughs) Just the voices in their head. You can hear all of us. Yay. Okay. Fortree. Fortree, I'm sorry. You know what? We might just have to drag him into the show.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: what happens. It
2: might be the Think
0: solution. so. Yep.
1: Well, let me see. That's Fortreon, because you know, there's nothing like D and D where you just grab some random people.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> By the way, for the new people that are um, listening in the chat channel, uh, this is D and D. It is a living story. I make it up on the fly with everyone else. Um, we do a modified form of house rules, so don't be a rules Nazi. And pretty much the rules are whatever I kind of come up with at the time. So it's a complete load.
1: Uh, tree are you there?
4: Probably reboot.
1: He's probably like, what? Someone called me for no reason. Live. <laughs> okay, we'll see if he jumps back in. Continue. Um, the story of Caesar S- running for the hills as per the last time we met an ancient god.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Oh F- my god, there's noise.
1: danger. Run away. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so, Cesar, you are back in the realm, you've taken stock. Taken stock. You guys um, were heading for the pyramid at one point in time, but who knows now.
1: Well, didn't he, yeah, you wanted to go back to the ziggurat, right? Or was it, which one? We're going for. It's not the ziggurat. It's the pyramid? We the ziggurat. Okay, so pyramid.
2: Pyramid. The $10,000 pyramid. <laughs> Yeah. Here we go. Um, and, uh, so we've got those lizard guys kind of keeping their distance. Um, cause we're like right on the edge of their,
0: their, uh, territory. Did we
2: have to go, do we have to go into their territory? Is that necessary to get where we want to go?
0: Yes, they were, that area was, that area was, um, within their territory. Okay. So, we'll have to
2: uh, address that. So, what better time than the future? I am now the potential somewhat official or semi-official envoy of death, so why not? Um,
1: Can't see that being a problem.
2: He'll um, he'll keep his crossbow out, but not aimed or loaded, really, just sort of pointed down and uh, kind of slowly approach the embankment where they're amassed. If I can maybe see a focal point, I'll head towards that, or someone that maybe look like they are in charge, or something like
0: that. Okay, so you're going to head out head out towards the embankment? Yes. Are you carrying sunrods, or are you uh, just using your night vision goggle and approaching blind? blind?
2: Um, I oh. mean, do they seem to be aware of us?
0: Like, mm. do they... Yeah, there's, they've still got the, uh, the flying guards. They haven't really tossed up a whole lot of additional, um, lizard men at that point closest to you. But yeah, you get the sense because you were close enough at one point that they did notice. They're probably still keeping an eye. Um, but again, no, no one is coming up over the berm mm-hmm. or nothing seems to have fallen, you know, innocuously near you guys for range or anything along those lines.
2: Okay. Um, well, yeah, sure, to not, um, to, so as to not, um, like, try to show that I'm sneaking up on them, I guess I will, uh, use a sunrod to, okay. you know, just near me and so that I'm illuminated as I approach so that I don't get shot in the dark. Hopefully that doesn't get me shot, but we'll see. Okay.
1: <sighs> it is are the bringer of death and a sunrod of light.
0: Okay. Okay. Carl um, you find that coming out of the deific realm that your box that you were carrying on your box on your back um, for fun apparently now is small enough that it could be worn around um, you know on your hip or around your neck like a very crazy necklace
1: hmm.
0: Carl' very happy about it so he'll um
4: think you just cram it into his backpack at this point. Okay.
0: Um, it comes spitting out of your backpack. Whoops. And the sound it makes when it hits uh, is a lot louder and seems to contain the same amount of weight as the box did previously. But when you pick it up, it's light. Mm. Carl would open the box and peer inside it. Okay. Uh, the box is empty but the box apparently does not wish to be within any sort of container.
4: Mm. Carl would shove his arm into it to see if it's still doing his magic thingy. Uh
0: Yes, it is. It still appears to be a bag of holding.
4: Mm. Carl would uh, shout out to Caesar. scissor. Er, Mr. Cesar, something happened to my box. Could you explain what happened here? It's smaller now, for some reason.
2: Uh... Says, will kind of speak over shoulder. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll take i I'll take a look at it in a bit. I'm, uh, about to approach enemy territory here, unarmed, uh, with, uh, good faith. So, uh, just, uh, give me a minute.
4: Oh, sure. But why do you say it's enemy territory? They haven't done, done us anything yet.
2: All right, all right, Mr. Semantics. Good point. Uh, uh, other people territory. Is that better?
4: That's much better.
2: Thank you. Good. I'm glad that suits you.
0: Okay. Carl, are you going to head after him or just stand there pondering the box? Yes,
4: I will I'll head after him and wave at the list of people.
0: Okay. You have no torch or light, correct? Yes. Okay. Well, you can follow you you can pick your way after uh Cesar, who's got a, you know, pretty effective sunrod going right now. Xanatari. Yep. Welcome back. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You're welcome back from the Deific Realm of the Dead. Yet again. <laughs> uh, it's been a, it's been a while. You know. Uh, My God
1: is not happy. Not
0: happy. Um. Your God actually hasn't had a whole lot to say to you, kind of recently.
1: Well, that's because we killed a lot of stuff.
0: Oh. Yeah, but you know, you you are starting to get your own portfolio, so maybe you can tell him to stuff off at some point in time. But for right now, um you still seem to have your uh war priest powers and you haven't been um kicked out of the pantheon quite yet. Uh Caesar for once is moving in an unexpected direction, which is towards trouble potentially versus away into but could be trouble in the forest. Carl, of course, is heading off after Cesar. Uh, what would you like to do?
1: Um, laughing to herself at the vision of Carl just fooling around with this box, continuously sticking parts of his body in it, and just stumbling along, more concerned about the box than the possible enemies are going to hit, Xentaor is going to take Bert out and put Bert in the air so the Ianto <coughs> Stone can kind of hover around giving better light and making us obvious targets. Uh, In that case, she's going to follow closely near Carl.
0: Okay. Um, You find that the closer that you get to the green green dragon uh, lands, the greener the light and hue that Bert takes on. It also begins to um, move not in a circular orbit around you, But in a sort of, it raises up higher than you and starts to move in sort of a crescent or sometimes star fashion.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: So far, though, it hasn't unleashed uh, laser blazing death upon the berm.
1: It hasn't gone all LED?
0: No. but Random
1: blinking, perhaps fading in and out?
0: Nope. Um, you do get a few. you do get sort of a scratching feeling at the edge of the group mind link that you have with Carl and Cesar. I think Carl's aware of the mind link by now. Um, but you feel kind of a scratching.
3: Okay.
1: But not, nothing is tripping, um, my defenses on the bastion and mental clarity, right? No. Okay.
0: Um, do you wish to let the scratching in?
1: Why not?
0: Okay. Um, you find that it is—it seems to be Bert. Okay. But sort of, there's that feeling, kind of like you're in a room with a very large lizard or something, is kind of watching you from its, its tank or whatever. Mm-hmm. And but there's no sort of malice. There's kind of actually sort of a feel, you're getting a feeling of peace from Bert. Okay. Like Bert's trying to do something. Um. To further offset what could happen.
1: Okay. Uh, I trust Bert, so I'm not going to worry about protecting myself against him. Although this whole blending in camouflage trick that he's got going is concerning slightly.
0: Okay. We can pursue that later as you will. Um, Cesar, up ahead, you can you can see that a couple more uh, lizard creatures, lizardmen, have appeared on the berm. Um, nobody has an active weapon pointed at you. There's a couple that are leaning on spears. Um, one that is uh, pointing in your general direction, uh, a hand, kind of picking you all out. Um, but there's no calls or sudden, you know, issues to okay. get. You have about another turn before you actually get to the foot of the berm. Is there anything that you want to do while you are at this midway point?
2: Well, since I don't perceive any immediate threat, I don't feel the need to announce my intentions, really. They're not demanding it of me or threatening me and with pointed weapons or anything like that. I think he'll just wait till he gets up close, save his breath, uh, before engaging them with conversation. He may take a glance back to see if the others are coming with him, but mm-hmm. um, just whatever he sees, he's still going to continue forward.
0: Okay. And um, eventually, how far are you going to um, stop from the burn? Um, How high is it? Mm, Probably about 10 feet.
2: Oh, um, I guess far enough away that I'm not like craning my neck straight up to to see them. But, you know, close enough that I can as close as would make sense. Like, I'm not worried about keeping my distance for any safety reasons. We've dealt with these people before um, and they don't really seem to be you know it, it doesn't seem like a trap to him, so just close enough that it's as comfortable as possible to to speak to them okay
0: this berm is shaped more like a speed bump where there's a, a gradual rise up sure. sort of speed table up to mm-hmm. the flat part of top and then down, so it's not a true earthenwork wall, uh, wall right type thing okay mm-hmm. um Florian
4: um car still walking by Caesar, but, um, soon they come into shouting distance to the lizard people. He'll cup his <clears throat> hands around his, his mouth, go, ho oh, there, well met lizard people. Here comes two heroes trying to get, a <clears throat> trying to rid the world of evil.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Nice to have your own collar. Does he have a tabard? Will he fetch things?
4: <laughs> and okay. wave medically uh, to give,
0: uh the people.
1: <laughs> Most subtle entrance ever.
0: Okay. There is a slight shift at the wind. Um you do get that sort of uh lizard smell. It's kind of like a, a deep earthy smell that comes over the um berm in your general direction. Uh, Cesar, I'm gonna say that you're smart enough to know that, um, the lizard men have some, in some cases, used scent as part of the communication process for them. Um, uh, there's also a bit of, um, some sort of language that kind of reaches towards your ears, Cesar, more than, um, Carl's, just cause he's, I'm still a little bit, a couple steps behind you. Okay. Um, again, nothing in the tone suggests alarm. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, oh, by the way, uh, Carl, a couple moments after you talk, a, uh, a torch is planted on the top of the, um, berm. Which sort of casts more light on the group of lizard men that are up there. Okay. That's nice. Okay. Zentari.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm just following along, watching this whole thing play out. Slightly in the back, just making sure that we are covered. My sword would be, uh, let's say, loose in the scabbard, but not unsheathed. They don't seem to be uh, violent or intending us harm right now. So, uh, continue along the way and, uh, <laughs> Carl continue to yell.
0: Any response to Carl? Any roles you want to make?
1: Um, how far away are they now? Besides, what is it, fourth row, th- tenth row theater? it? what the chat has said. <laughs> tenth row theater?
0: Probably about a hundred feet now.
1: Alright, so let's see what we got. Um, do I know anything about this, these lizard men other than the dragon, um, Encounter that we had earlier, because there's something historic that would help me here.
0: Possibly, Kalashtar so history. Uh, sure, why not? Let's go ahead and roll up something there. All right,
1: twenty three. I'm basically just looking to to know from the Kalashtar collective mind if there is a history of these people living in this area, and you know what we might know about them as far as friendly or. And what kind of a uh, relationship we've had in the past?
0: Due to due to your recent refresh of the Kalashtar hive mind, um, there is an ancient history of them living here. The borders for their territory—they've actually uh, moved them in a bit. It used to be a very contentious, very uh, primal, mm, kind of very direct in defending their borders. Okay. And they would make pushes every once in a while, but they would go out and, you know, raise enough conflict just to move the borders to where they thought they should be, but they never seemed overly greedy. Uh, the dragon has never been seen by the Kalashtar in that old time, but they know that somewhat of the greed of this lizard folk was driven by the classical greed of the dragon. What you're seeing in this case is a reduction in the size of their territory. And in this case, it may only be, you know, a a mile or so from their usual borders. Mm -hmm. But if you talk to um, academics within the Kalashtar, they would be surprised at that. Okay. You do recognize that as your memories were filtering out, There was some surprise and there was a starting debate, Um, some degree of worry about them being back, but they seem to be acting contrary to their past historic ways.
1: Okay, so caution um, for sure then. But the dragon has given us um, tokens, which we could use to summon it, I don't believe... We use one of them as or tested it immediately after being given it. But we still have another, right? Two more, perhaps?
0: Um, yes.
1: Okay. So... Um,
0: you, you, the, the two more, but there's also the warnings, perhaps the, the wrong word to use, but, um, don't be stupid with them.
1: Right. But I'm just saying, um, that these people seem to recognize the dragon, so at least we have hmm. that option in case we hmm. get into trouble. Okay. Okay. I say nothing to the party. Figuring that it's probably not relevant in this moment, and uh, continue walking forward. Okay,
0: Cesar?
2: <clears throat> um, I will uh continue approaching the berm until I get to that magical spot, and or someone says something to me.
0: Okay. Yep. You get to you get to where you are looking for. Uh, looking up, you can see that none of them are sort of co- uh, coiled to attack but um, they're definitely paying attention to you. Some are paying attention to Carl and likewise some to um, Zanatari. One of the flyers has landed. You sort of see the wings flapping behind the berm. Um, okay. 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 What would you um, uh, like for your... ha. Um, I-
2: Hello up there. Uh, anybody up there? Uh, I should speak to or, or can talk to.
0: Um, there is a response. It is a sort of a very guttural, hissing-sounding language. Um, but you get the feeling that there is something being cast. Okay. But the and you can pick out which one is doing it doesn't appear to be a hostile gesture.
4: Okay.
0: Um, do you react in any way to that particular point? No. Not yet.
2: I'll just wait for a okay. response.
0: There's no sort of flashy magic uh, effect goes off, but you get a um very weirdly sounding common that answers you it's being said in some other language you you inherently know that but you're hearing it in common the problem is is that their phrasing is a bit off you know some words are stuck in a different order but uh a greeting is returned to you and um they recognize they recognize your existence upon the land.
1: It translates into fifty points for Slytherin if you listen really closely.
0: Mm probably. <laughs> um so being a territorial species, they apparently uh regard you as having claim to your particular place that you're standing on right now. Okay. Um, um there is a word that is given. It is an unpronounceable word in the common tongue, but it's followed by greets you.
4: Okay,
2: so probably a name.
0: Probably a name. In context,
2: okay. Um, is that even close, whatever they say, is, is it even close to being repeatable? Could I stumble through it, or is it just...
1: <laughs> 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 <It's>... <laughs> <More> um, <luck.
3: laughs>
0: you're probably familiar enough with a uh, comprehend language or something type magic from your time in the hells Uh, probably whatever you say is going to go back but it's going to be kind of a garbled mess to them as well so it's sort of a okay Um, but there's no real time to study this particular form of language. So you just kind of give me one minute. (laughs) Okay. Rosetta
2: Stone really works. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. Anything that you wish to, uh, say up to them in response? Um, uh,
2: thank you for, uh, acknowledging us. Um, uh, we've uh, met with uh, your envoys who uh, were sent to uh, Winter Haven, and uh, you wanted to say Winterfell. <laughs> you still know, to say I I to decide Which one it was? My wolf says,
1: "Did you say winter is coming?" <laughs> um. Uh,
2: so uh, we are, you know, somewhat familiar with the uh, agreement made. Uh, we uh, have business within your land, and uh, we were hoping to seek free passage uh, through to uh, the pyramid structure which you may have uh, uh, been aware of.
0: Okay. We'll pause you for a moment, as there's sort of a hissing kind of um, hissing sort of thing between those that are assembled upon hearing about the um uh, The Pyramid. Um again, nothing suddenly leveled at you guys. Carl? Yeah. You've heard Cesar, you've heard that there's some sort of response back. Um you're now pretty much abreast of Cesar. What do you expect to do?
1: <laughs> I just added Kevin um, in FYI. Um,
4: can Carl understand the list of people as well? Yes.
0: Oh, Mithrin! <laughs> Hi! <laughs> Mithrin has joined us from the great beyond.
1: He's one of those lizard men, Ooh, he's, and he's, that he's that
3: talking. pops up over the, the Yeah. <laughs> I just oh, pop up blithers. like a certain <laughs> Frenchman in Britain.
0: <laughs> um, for those that are listening, Mithrin used to be a member of the cast for many, many, many episodes a long time ago back in season one. So uh, we just decided to pull him in because he actually decided to show his face uh, for once. You yeah, me. and I appreciate being here. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. That's
0: an awesome singer too.
4: Oh,
1: yes.
3: someone knows.
1: He says, <laughs> "I bite my thumb in your general direction."
0: <laughs> I blow my nose at you. So, do you at least have the comfortable jacket on? Oh, oh, I actually don't. <laughs> Fair yes. enough. Fair enough. jacket. All right. So, going back to the story for a bit, uh, and we'll have uh, Mithrin just hang out and stuff because it's cool. Um, yes, Carl can understand what is being said, but he realizes that there's some sort of magic going on. Something's weird. You know, he shouldn't be able to understand this, but he does.
4: Not too much Carl will do at this moment He'll Just center, um, wait what happens, and Maybe wait for a moment to speak, uh, if there's an awkward silence, but right now, not too much to do for him. Okay.
0: Do you actually go up, up the berm or go past Cesar?
4: Not past Cesar, no. Just, uh, about two feet, uh, per, uh <clears throat> behind his back. A little bit on the side, not straight behind his back.
0: Okay. Any further, uh, comments that you wish to shout up?
4: Not at this at this moment.
0: Xanatari. <laughs>
1: okay. Yes. Um, concern about the flyer. Can we get a description of what that is?
0: Um. It is there was uh, I don't know for the Lord of the Rings people in the audience, there ring the ring race ride upon some sort of dragon lizardy creature. I forget what they're called. Mm
1: -hmm. Nazgul. Nazguls, yeah.
0: Yes. Think of a mini (laughs) Nazgul, probably a third of the size, um, bearing a lizardman kind of deal. Okay. And... um,
1: There is a fantasy series that has Lizardmen on flying mounts. I don't remember what it is. Does anyone? But I've seen this image on a book cover before.
3: You could say Dragonlance did that with their draconian stuff,
0: but maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Essentially it's a flying a flying lizard. Um definitely not draconic in terms of uh whatever. But it's um lizard carrying a lizard and okay. it's landed behind the berm.
1: Okay. Okay, so this uh this Nazgall esque kind of creature is it interested in like us is it like leering over us or is it facing another direction what's it doing right now
0: it's behind the berm so all you sort of saw was it land and sort of the wings as it was starting to fold the wings up go through okay so you haven't it hasn't come up over the berm yet um you're not sure if the rider has come over the berm but you do know that at least one has landed there are a couple more up in the air at various points, but they've been patrolling the whole kind of time. Okay,
1: um, I'm not interested in going into the berm and like face to face discussing this with the the dragon kin, as I'm going to call them, whatever they are, the lizard people. Um, hmm. so I'm going to stay with Cesar kind of on this side of the berm and he's, you know, making friendly overtures. Great. Fine. Um, i hoping we're just going to go around and go into the woods and you know, be allowed to pass freely. And that's kind of what I'm hoping for. So I'm waiting to see if they come up over the berm. We've got the high ground. I'm good with where I am. I'm going to just step so that I am kind of slightly flanking Cesar.
0: Okay. By the way, since you still have the group mind link open, you realize that what you are hearing from the lizard folk is the lizard speech that they're speaking something. Mm-hmm. You realize that Florian and, uh sorry, Carl and Cesar are hearing a magically modified translation of that. Bert is actually feeding you a pure translation. So you have to kind of focus on which one you're listening to, but... Bert is apparently translating directly for you. What you are getting is essentially the same thing. There's not like a hidden meaning that these guys are missing, mm-hmm. but it's a much more formal sort of, uh, language that is being used. There's a lot of honorifics to that, both given to you and announced by them. Apparently, the name that was given is for this local clan. Tribe that has this particular territory of the berm. Um, and they have actually extended a high welcome to you. Okay. But they've also expressed a great deal of caution at you being here. What you are getting from above, from sort of the twitterings and stuff, um, that they're hissing and things. Mm -hmm. They are very, very worried about that pyramid. Okay. And. They're sort of handling it like a a a bottle of nitroglycerin that's been shaken up and then put on a shelf. They're afraid that it's going to blow up if it's touched, but somebody else is going to deal with it. So that's kind of cool, but they're kind of really freaky about it. Okay. And that's up to you if you want to pass any of that info along.
1: Um. Yes, I actually do. Sorry, I'm just closing steam, because apparently it's making the call interesting. Okay, um, I'm going to say, I guess, Carl and Caesar, you know, try to get their attention subtly so that... <laughs> we'll see how this works. No, subtly get Carl and Cesar's attention and say, and then I mumble a little bit, and say, You know, Caesar, Bert says that they're worried about the pyramid. They don't mean us no harm right now. I think they're being really... Uh, Really accommodating, and we should we should have you know their their leave to do all these things. So let's just play nice for now.
0: All right, that's kind of what I was doing. So sounds good to me. Okay. Um. By the way, uh, Zantor, the name that was given apparently is also the name adopted by the one that is speaking to you. So the name of the tribe. Mm-hmm. He's apparently inherited that name in order to have some degree of conversation to you.
1: Okay. The your unpronounceable s- name which we do not know. Yes. Gotcha.
0: So at some point in time he will get some scuzzy name that, you know, like scuzzy? Loretta.
1: He's going to get a scuzzy name? Oh, I don't know. Loretta. Everyone else gets- you're calling you're calling him Loretta.
0: It could it, it's probably going to wind up as something like that or, you know, like- Dahlia or something. Sir
1: <laughs> <It's your laughs> Bubbles,
0: whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Caesar. Yes. Um the pack above uh kind of breaks up a little bit and you know makes some space between each of them and they start to motion you towards the berm itself.
2: Okay. I will look um comply.
0: Okay. So um walking up, there's obviously points where Further down, you can see where there would be uh, pitfalls and booby traps, kind of some pressure plate deals. Um, There is nothing within your path that you see that is a trap or a hazard. Okay. That sounds desirable. Um, You get the kind of feeling that if you didn't have a good, good light source, though, and you just kind of walked up on this somehow unnoticed, you might hit something. So, um okay. going up, you're welcome to you're welcome to the top. The top is probably ten, fifteen feet um wide. Okay. You see that there is still um the rider atop the uh, the flying lizard.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: There's also probably six more lizard men down there as well. And they're holding back, sort of, they're kind of holding the tails of some of these smaller lizard creatures that have been coming from the forest out towards the berm, um, holding the tails to try and keep them from running away, and you realize that there are message um, pouches under each neck.
1: Message lizards. It's <laughs> not <Sentry. laughs> Oh...
0: Homing, homing pigeons, but for lizards. The
1: homing pigeons of the
0: dragon game. Okay. So they've got, um, something, but it, it looks like they're trying to keep the messages from going out unless something happens. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense, Cesar, or not? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, welcomed up. You are in no way touched. They don't try to, um, surround you at all. But they welcome you to their area. They hope that um, you will not disrespect for the translation that comes through. They hope that you will not uh, disrespect their lands. Um, but they are curious as to what you intend to do. Me too. But they do not they, they, <laughs> do they don't have any seem... stew.
1: That's the important question. <laughs>
0: they are willing to um let you walk their lands as safely as um their own uh children okay do they eat their own children answer unknown <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> that doesn't make us feel any we'll better see.
0: <laughs> okay um
2: um i would ask them uh, are are um, are you familiar with the um the the pyramid that's kind of over there? And he points in the general
0: direction of it, wherever that is. Mm-hmm. They they answer yes, um, and they make it uh, clear that uh that is a scar upon their territory, mm-hmm. and that um, it's something very bad. They sort of fear it it worse than the storms above. Okay. Um,
2: yeah, well, uh, we heard it was uh, basically not good news, so we're uh, seeing if there's something we can do about it or should do about it. Uh, about about how far is it from here?
0: Um, they explained it, it's about from where you're presently at, um, six days. Ugh, okay. It used to be closer, but um, for some reason all the warriors one day turned their backs at some point in time at the same time and it moved. They didn't just push it away. Well, they've said that there's something along the lines of the land is still weird, strange. Mm-hmm. And as you remember, there were the the tundra that you're seeing is from their area. The trees and everything else are from your time. So that the lands are still merging, so stuff is yeah. still kind of sliding here and there. Mm-hmm. Um but it was kind of a, a closer closer, but it it has moved. Yeah. There is some sort of word like jail or prison. And um they say that uh their deity has had escaped from it and that she is mighty for having done that.
4: Okay. Um
2: is um it's uh well, uh, with that, uh, that that trip ahead of us, which uh, again, that's that's not a problem, is it? Right? If uh, you don't mind, if we uh, head over there and see if there's something we can do about it.
0: Um, they again express that you're welcome through. Um, some one of them will accompany you somehow and oh. hand you off to the next tribe. Okay, kind of like a uh, <laughs> an adventuring party it's relay time. race. Yeah. Well, they they did they did sort of say that you're welcome as children. So apparently there's, yeah. you know, since they don't want you falling over into a pit or something, mm-hmm. there's going to be some supervision. But um, none of them ask for payment. And again, none of them attempt to touch or take anything from you. Mm-hmm. You get the feeling that right now you are extended something extremely positive in terms of an attitude. Okay. But that there is an inherent sense that they if if they perceive a challenge will rise to the challenge and it, it's sort of like a baser instinct.
2: Okay. Sure. Well, uh, we don't uh we don't uh intend you any harm, uh so uh I don't think there should be a problem there. Uh in the meantime, uh I think we should go uh fetch our things and uh I uh I mean, would it be all right if we we came within your uh, your land here that this night to uh to to get a, a little bit of rest uh, before heading on our way?
0: Um, they nod, and um, then you are offered uh, access to their village if you wish to stay there for the night.
2: Um, I think that would be fine. I don't know what the the rest of you guys think. Yeah,
1: we're not? I think that's okay. We're not getting any hostility off of them, but it's fine. But it's, um, it's safer than sleeping out here with death, let's just say that.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's that or death. Well, we he, already did death, that.
2: He, he, he might be in there with us, too.
0: That's fine.
1: <laughs> now that you're his emissary, I'm pretty sure he is.
0: <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> Daily report, Cesar? The, the,
0: the, the concierge of... Uh, <laughs> the
1: concierge of death.
0: Okay. Um Carl?
4: Carl's uh, very happy about this. It's very nice of them. Let's uh <clears throat> not shame them by not taking their hospitality and try to food. I'm sure it's very good.
0: Okay. Do you have anything to add as far as what you want to say, or are you going to go back with the party to oh, not he... collect up anything or, you know, you want to bring your tree along. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh no, he's fine with his box. Unless the tree fits into his box. Um, it's a box of holding. <laughs> could... yeah, well, maybe. So he'll just uh, water behind uh, Caesar and at one point bow to the lizard people and say, oh, thank you for a kind offer. Oh, don't you worry about anything. These are two mighty legendary heroes making wrong things right on a daily basis.
1: <laughs> Stop mm. talking us up, Carl. Zenitari's going to look at him with glare. Stop there's, talking us up, Carl.
0: There's <laughs> some, some, some... Low some, expectations. Some, there's some whispering that is not understood by Cesar or Carl, but, uh, Zenitari, you understand that they are starting to get confused as to they're already offering you all um, an honored place within their territory. Why Why is this one speaking challenges or hinting at challenges to them? They're not going to react yet, but they're starting to wonder why...
1: Carl? They're talking about Carl? Mm
0: -hmm. Well, Carl is talking you up. They've already given you a high place within their society in terms of passing, but you seem... You know, he's wondering why this one is trying like to rubbing butter...
1: their nose in our superior.
3: Yes,
0: or you know, or, or sort of butter 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 the station even more or you know they should be doing more. This there's, there's kind of a, a challenge thing coming up, but they're not reacting just yet. But it is casting a little bit of a shadow. Just a slight bit of shade. Um, oh, and by the way, they're very curious about Burt.
1: Um, okay, so is going to turn to Carl and kind of glare at him and just be like, shh, give him like the really harsh sound um, and just prepare to explain to him later.
0: Okay. Do you say anything to the lizard folk? Or do you go up on top of the berm or do you just stay down at the bottom of the berm?
1: Um, scissors on top, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, yep, that's right. I'm going to go on top too. We have to eventually go back to camp and get, uh, our mounts, et cetera. So, um, just enough to see who we're looking at, I guess. But, you know, they can't see us, so they can't see Xanatari looking at Carl and <laughs> judging him and things like that and kind of waving at him. Like, <laughs> so I, they won't see that. But once I'm finished doing that, I'll go up where Cesar is and just kind of look at him.
0: Okay. Um, do you have anything to say to the lizard folk?
1: Um, I would just greet them and I don't know if Bert is reverse translating or if that's possible,
0: but. They, they are amazed, like stunned that you have such a perfect grasp, that a, that a mammal would have such perfect grasp of their language and they are further honored by this discovery. Because apparently their culture was not forgotten if you know, a, a, a group that is coming through has studied their language.
1: Okay. Well, let's just let them continue to believe that.
0: Okay. Um, Bert has stopped making weird shapes in the air.
3: <laughs> this has
0: gone back to the or- orbiting, but it is still that sort of same green color that um, the dragon was.
1: Okay. okay. Hey, whatever um, disguise Bert would like to adopt to enable us to have... Uh, A good relationship. I'm sort of, Xantar begins to realize that Bert is intending to perhaps imitate the dragon if they have such a reverence for a thing like that.
0: Okay. Um, Perhaps glancing up and noting that um, Bert has moved orbit, not in the true Eye of Sauron sort of way, but you realize that the coloration, there's a stripe um, and a couple other markings. It looks like a very narrow dragon's eye. Sort of like when it it said the hello pretty to you in the woods and all you saw was the eyes.
1: Bert does or who? Yes, Bert. Bert, <laughs> okay.
0: But it's very thin because, you know, Bert's, you know, much thinner than the eye. But it's sort of doing a mimicking of that. So. Okay, that,
1: well now I understand.
0: Um, does that make some, some degree of sense? Yes. Okay. Alrighty. So, um, you guys bid ado head back to camp?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Anything to say on the way amongst yourselves back towards camp?
1: I'm going to explain to Carl the social graces of meeting new races and uh, how I appreciate his admiration for us, but um, that they are beginning to be offended by our bragging.
4: Whatever you say, um, this is, um, <clears throat> sanitary, but, um, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll shut up, but I don't really understand. I thought they were concerned that the pyramid was going to do something bad and you're here to make it right. So I don't know, as so I don't see why they would get offended by this.
1: That makes sense, Carl, but I think that, uh, They already look at us as heroes, and when we keep saying that we're heroes, they feel like they're not acknowledging us as heroes enough, and they become offended that they have not given us the respect that they feel that we are owed. So I think uh, if we had just come upon them as strangers and they weren't giving us any kind of, you know, courtesy, then it would be good to let them know that we're going to take care of this. But at this point, I think they're quite convinced that we can take care of it and are eager for us to do so.
4: Thank you for explaining.
1: You're welcome. How's your box?
4: <laughs> that is amazing. the worst
3: question you could ask. That is hilarious.
4: <laughs> Says the
3: man
0: with the fat bike.
1: <laughs> Says that your bike is so fat.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Fat bike in your box.
1: <laughs> That's what you have in your box.
0: By the way, where is uh, Winter?
1: Uh, winter would be kind of away from where i am still like away from the camp but kind of halfway between the camp and where i am just so you could come like if i called and something happened but not like trailing too close because i don't know how lizards and uh wolves will get on
0: okay so you meet up um winter is very interested in in sniffing and trying to get an idea as to what's going on um and as walking back, uh, I don't know if you want to, uh, get on the saddle and, and ride Winter back. Winter, by the way, for those listening, is a dire wolf that, um, came to her under different auspexes. But, uh, you hear Winter give a uh, very distinct howl, long howl to, to the air.
1: Okay. Is in, like, I'm glad to see you, or is in, something bad happened to get here now?
0: Um, one pack member realizing the rest of the pack is here. There's another pack nearby. Uh, Winter just seems to feel the need to announce mm-hmm. announce itself.
1: Xantari uh, is... It's probably getting kind of rush a little bit closer and, you know, faster because she was anxious to see Winter. And then when she does kind of like, you know, do that thing where you meet your dog and you get low and you grab him and you're like, hey, you're such a good dog. That whole thing. The embarrassing thing that every dog hates, but you do anyway.
0: Yes. Um, winter does at one point in time um, knock you over, but uh, it's kind of a playful thing. Um, but doesn't, doesn't do anything to otherwise keep you down. Doesn't seem to be too disturbed by the lizard creatures, but, um, you might want to take some care. Okay. Just cause it is a, 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 still a pack minded thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Cesar, do you have any comments for the party? Um, would you say I, um, I, I I mean
2: you know maybe this is famous last words but I, I don't really feel uh, that we have anything to worry from these these, these folks. Uh, it seems to be more of uh, what we experienced back in uh, in Winter Haven. Uh I think they at the very least will not be a hindrance and may even be helpful uh, at least in our journey there. I'm not sure how willing they, they will be to help us if we need it uh, once we actually do what we need to do. At the pyramid, but uh, I uh, I think this is a good thing.
1: Sudden attack from the forest. Yeah. Now you've cursed us. You need to mm-hmm. knock on all the trees.
2: This is going to go fine, guys. It's be great. Everything is great. And,
3: and then Bert translates that into what he really <laughs> means, which is Screw hold, you hold my beer and day. watch this. Exactly. <laughs> which is famous last words before you die.
2: Ah.
1: <laughs> Andrew made me take that down Hold my beer or whatever that hurt yeah,
3: Hold my beer, watch this
1: Hold my beer, watch this as Andrew comes out in his underwear That was the best D 4 episode we've ever done <laughs> That was the best D 4 episode ever
3: I almost knocked my head against the wall when you did that You
1: laughed so hard, it was hilarious
3: despair, but, yeah.
1: yeah, too bad Some people have to be like a all... <laughs> all upright all
3: and, and all
1: clothed and respectable like yeah oh i saved it from my private archive
3: <laughs> he can't he can't get it away it's it's part of the internet now it it's is. his life he has to he has to live it
1: oh andrew said that he's like he took it off the internet but you can keep it
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there you go there
1: you go now who did we drop <laughs> too much awesome on one channel. Who got it yeah. dropped.
3: Hi, Florian. I haven't met you, by the way.
4: No, I haven't. Hi. Hi. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs>
3: nice to meet you, too. I think we lost Cesar. Or... No, I'm here. No, we, we lost Seth.
1: We lost Seth. Okay. I hear nothing. Well, there's a dungeon master. Guess what? XP for everyone! Jeez. <laughs> Loot and XP! <laughs> Awesome without Dungeon Master? Alright, let me try to call him back. Uh oh, adding him back to the group call.
0: Let's see, does that work? Aw, oh,
1: oh. Dungeon Master.
0: Yep. Yeah. Skype critical fail. Okay. Um let's see. So Carl, do you have anything you want to add?
4: Not at this point, not being uh not after being shut shushed by
0: Centauri. Okay. Alright, getting back you find that your stuff is untouched. And uh if you want to head back to the berm, you get there without any further issue. Yes, no, maybe so. Any rolls you guys want to make in the meantime? Hmm. What time is it? Getting on about dawn. So probably five thirty six. Okay. Uh yeah,
1: I'm good for now.
0: Okay. Carl?
4: No, he's good. He'll just, uh, pick up his, well, he doesn't have much of, uh, of luggage. So most of stuff is in the address in his box or in his backpack, so he just follow along.
0: Okay. Um, uh, a, your box, where, where's, is, where's is your box stored right now?
4: Probably, uh, under his, um, his arm.
0: Okay. You feel the box, uh, rattle. Sort of shake.
4: Oh, he'll shake it some more and then peer inside of it.
0: Okay. Um, when you turn it and you look at where the door would be, the door is not there. The door is actually on the bottom. It flips open and spits out a sort of leather-looking jacket that appears to be made out of some sort of alligator or um, scaly creature.
4: Oh, here. Uh, suppress suppressor shout and cram it back inside. <laughs> <laughs> See, that cannot end well. That cannot end well. <laughs> Your box is the TARDIS
1: and you just the doctor inside. <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> Like no adventures today. <laughs>
4: and he'll uh, press his hand against the opening of the box and say, "Er, Mr. Caesar, could you help me? There's something, something creeping out of my box I haven't put in there." <laughs> <laughs> God,
2: Caesar, you <laughs> handle that one. You <laughs> handle that
0: one. The requisite.
2: That's what she said. <laughs> so it's all. It's all. Right, I'm uh, I'm an expert with boxes. Let me take a look.
3: <laughs>
2: I had a mouthful of coffee. I'll
1: just have you know this. This was not dirty until Kevin showed up. <laughs>
3: Everything
1: was fine until Kevin showed up. Took it right by into by the way, gutter.
0: By the way, Cesar. This is even this is even more to your experience because it's an ancient box.
1: <laughs> oh. He's familiar with that.
3: Yes. He knows how to work it.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, I'm crying!
0: <laughs> Welcome back, you glorious bastard!
1: <laughs> Cesar, get out one of your sunrods and go take a look at that box.
2: Old man. <laughs> here, uh, lay out, lay out this help w- blanket. Let's let's set it down here. Open her up.
4: <laughs> All right, I'll put it down. Still, uh. Pressing the hands to get into opening. Okay.
2: So um, so what what are we dealing with here?
0: Um, <laughs>
4: sorry.
0: It is it is a box. Uh, when you open it, the jacket is not inside. But it's the box definitely has much more depth than um the dimensions of the box would indicate. It's kind of a swirling mist type deal. Um, just after the boundary. Okay. And um, probably about 10 seconds in it sort of spits out a tin of uh, looks like uh, preserved lizard meat. (laughs) This This is the the worst box I've ever heard in my life.
1: I'm sure our guests will enjoy a taste. (laughs) (laughs) Not like that. Lizard, this lizard me, not like that. Not like that. Okay, I'm just gonna stop now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're so bad.
3: I'm like a magnet for filth.
0: Um. Once that just... happens, the door of the box slams shut, okay. and it's it stops moving.
2: Okay, um, can it be open again?
0: Um, no, not right now. Okay. And
2: so, um, so is uh, is this what's been happening? Is this what's going been going on? What's uh, or you know, fill me in here. Yes,
4: it's now spitting out things uh, that's not sure supposed to be in there and to be honest I think this stuff is really offensive to lizard people and I don't want to have it oh well,
2: but what else has it been uh, been uh, producing
4: it looked like um, some type of jacket made out of uh, scaly lizard skin the oh, first time okay.
2: interesting uh, that might be not something we want to take with us. That's you don't really... need to go into lizard camp, sporting a giant
1: alligator jacket, eating lizard meat. What? <laughs> what?
4: So I'd really love to to lose this marvelous object, but uh, if it's gonna take us uh uh get us into trouble, I'm. I'm fine with uh, burying it a few feet in the ground here.
2: Yeah, let's uh, let's find a good place where hopefully we can uh, remember um, and uh, you know mark it well, and uh, hopefully uh, come back to to fetch it when we're uh, we're done dealing with these these
0: folk.
4: Alright, that's a fun idea. All right, mm-hmm.
0: okay. Um, easily done, and uh, you're able to bury it without issue. And you all head back to the berm. Okay. Uh,
4: Carbort also buried in the set of the meat.
0: Okay. Very good. (coughs) Very good. Um, Everyone heading back then? Mm Mm-hmm. Santari?
1: Yep. I'm going with them. Okay.
0: Um, Going back to the berm. No further issues. And there is a uh, smaller party... That meets you up top than there was before. The flyer has departed. And the, uh, the small runaway, um, lizards, the ones that were being kept from running, uh, they are not present, but there is one of the lizards is holding, um, scraps of, it looks like hide that have something written on them or something scrawled on them, but is holding them. And it's the same count as what was on the other lizard? So it looks like they took the messages off mm-hmm. that would have been sent. Um, you are escorted in the direction of uh, a village. Takes you about a half hour for you to get to the burn. To until you start to see smoke uh, rising from a uh, patch of ground. And you realize soon that, um, actually the, uh, air around you has been pretty warm, has been growing more and more warm as you've been walking and probably the last three minutes it's been, um, you know, it's, it's comfortable. It's not like a a distressing warmth, but you can actually feel vibrations under your feet. And you and you see that there is um some sort of wood smoke rising through various holes in the ground for probably a hundred yards around are are,
2: are are we with we're being led right by someone yes, yeah. yes. um as we're going i would uh say, uh what's uh what's going on under our feet here what uh what's under what's underground
0: um there's a whole lot of, I don't know how how to phrase it, but there's a whole lot of positive words about something about this being the center of the clan. And, um, whatever it is, they're quite proud of it. Xanatari, what you are getting is that this is the home of this tribe. Okay. Uh, apparently they're, they live underground.
1: Ah. So it's drums in the deep sound, not earthquake kind of sound.
0: Right. But you are actually walking... You actually ha- are given the privilege and honor of walking upon their village. And they have... They, they cannot recall um, when the last time a uh, two-legged mammal walked over had this ability. Um, but they sort of kind of do the this sort of welcoming gesture to you know, try to move you on. There's a bunch of holes in the ground, and uh, they go down sort of at an angle, but you're going to have to essentially crawl. Okay. And they, they, so they sort of gesture you towards various... Um, they gesture Caesar towards one, um, Carl towards another, and you, Zanatari, they gesture you towards um, another hole.
1: Is this, like, the sleep hole that they're gesturing us to, or are these entrances to the lower um, regions?
0: <laughs> results a unknown. the hole in the ground, sleep in it.
1: Result- <laughs> why break it up?
0: Result, results unknown.
1: I don't like breaking up like this. If it's a hole into the city, why can't we all go in the same one?
0: Um, Do you want to ask that?
1: I'm going to ask that, yes. Is this, like, okay. segregation city? Um... <laughs> <laughs> You must go into the female one. You all go into this one.
2: Don't we, like it. We call our city Johannesburg.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> dark, special dark elf drinking fountains.
0: How do you say apartheid in uh, Lizardmen? <laughs> Sweatheel. No. <Okay>. Oh. Um. Speed. <laughs>
1: Whoa! Kevin got all skyped.
0: Damn, got some ducks there. All slow. <laughs> okay. Um, what they explain is that uh, there are various groups within the city. Um, these sub these subgroups are are each going to take one of you in just due to space because the actual chambers aren't big enough to support um someone your size more than one but they're from there there's a central meeting area that is larger but they're trying to get you to meet your hosts your respective hosts
2: okay
1: mm, fine winter can go first i'll shove the dire wolf down the hole first
0: Uh winter protests
1: squanch it right in there
0: uh winter really protests.
1: <laughs> Fine, I'll go first.
0: Um Winter's kind of stuck.
3: Winter is having a Winnie the Pooh moment. <laughs> the key is. Uh,
1: too much lizard meat for you, Winter. Um okay, I'll try to push him down.
0: Okay. Um Do we
1: still have that collar that makes things small? Or did that go away with uh, Fluffy?
0: No, actually, you, you do, you do have that. Okay. Uh, you realize that after a couple moments of frustrated.
1: I'm going to wrap it around his leg so he becomes really small direwolf.
0: Okay. Uh, winter stops protesting once you seem like you're going to go down the hole as well. But, um, winter goes down the hole. Okay. Okay. Um, you find that, uh, you were able to make it down without issue into your respective chamber. There's a couple uh, lizard folk um, there, and there's a they appear to be making with a, a much larger sleeping mat than what is offered to the other ones. Okay so but you you will clearly take up about three-fourths of the um the room with your equipment and other bits. They sort of got uh, notches in the wall and like bunk beds carved in
1: notches in their beds, of course they do.
0: So, yeah. Um, but they've got the little little burrows that they crawl into. Anybody else that goes down will find a similar case. And as promised, at least to Zanatari, because I don't think she passed along to anyone the details, um, there is a large, very large central meeting area um, that is accessible from each of the sub-burrows that you're going to be in. What would you guys like to do?
4: Carl would uh, leave his backpack and uh, uh, I think he has a, cloak, a rope at this point um, in the sleeping area and go toward the common chamber. Chamber. Okay.
0: Caesar.
2: Yeah, I mean, he feels the need for rest, but I think he wants to um, sort of be a gracious guest in this land, so he will um basically do the same.
0: Okay. Xantari?
1: Um, Xantari's um, going to scope out the place and see if there's exits, besides going up through this hole that we just came down. Are there, like, clear, larger pathways out of here?
0: No. Uh, what you see is there's these sub-burrows that are defensible,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but you are in the central heart area of this particular
1: so we'd have to go out from the center to the spokes of the wheel essentially to get out of here
0: unless you want to try and climb out through one of the fire chimneys but they look much smaller than um, what you came up came down through
1: Okay, that's gonna worry her, but so far they haven't shown any hostility, so we'll just uh, be cautious. Of the fact she doesn't like to be underground like this enclosed and not really have a clear exit. So she's gonna be slightly anxious, but um, I'll go with everyone else and probably take the collar off of winter, but keep it on me in case I need it again.
0: Okay. Um, you find that there is a reasonable number of the um, lizard folk down there they're going about various tasks there is one group that is carving up a beast or two you're not quite sure what type of beast they are um they are putting chunks of raw meats onto various platters or some are coming through taking the meat and then heading you know back up like um into one of the sub chambers or whatever there's also a couple that are trying the experimentation of putting the meat into the fire.
1: Experimentation?
0: They don't seem to know what they're doing but they think that probably this is how you do the care and feeding of humans.
4: <laughs> mm mm-hmm.
0: um, But it looks like very, very awkward uh, discovery of barbecue. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Carl offers his help to him uh, to and he is not bad at
0: cooking and would know what he's doing. okay Final comments from Caesar
2: um <clears throat> he'll uh you know basically uh try to find um you know I mean does there seem to be someone like in charge or like more senior than someone else mm, yes, okay, and what
0: are is it a group of people, a person a, what? there is a group of what appear to be um older female lizards It's kind okay. of like a not a brood mother, but there's um
1: <laughs> never say brood mother.
0: Okay, I won't. There's there seem there seems to be a a group where Okay. Not not so much a queen, but there's um a group teaching younger younger lizard people. But everyone seems to be kind of deferring to this group.
2: Okay. Um I think he would um sort of make himself it, put himself in that vicinity, I guess. Okay. Um, just to, you know, see if they, you know, he won't interrupt or anything like that. But he'll, uh, you know, sort of situate himself there in in case the the opportunity presents itself. Just to, you know, ingratiate themselves if he can with uh further with this group.
0: Okay. You also realize, um, because you've been having to deal with the language issue. A couple of times the language understanding has uh, turned off or, you know, the magic has faded or something and then it, it'll come popping back up. But yeah. um, you're starting to lose that. Uh, you can feel that language thing fading away right now. So there's you're in another gap gap space. Okay. Carl, anything aside from your cooking stuff?
4: Not a test point, but um, try to keep up, um, even if the language spell fades. Uh, conversation with us, uh, the nearest listener folks, just by like dating and making friendly nods at them. Okay. But otherwise, yeah.
0: Any comments in German for the German listener? At least one of them that is in the channel tonight.
4: <sighs> um, well. Guten Morgen, warum bist du noch wach? Well, <laughs> er ich yeah, das sehr früh oder you know. sehr spät? We're
1: being up at like 3 am.
4: to 5 am now.
0: Uh, Spirit of Mithrin. Ja, <laughs> yeah, hi. Any comments from you?
3: Hi. <laughs> hey. <Ooh>.
0: Denatari, <laughs> any comments from you? No. Okay, take us out.
1: Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd 4 fourdeshonour Find us on Twitter at deathd four, or you can come to Twitch, which is twitch.tv.com slash Genesee and Twitch.tv
0: slash Genesis. Twitch
1: slash Genesee, which we are here every around nine o'clock Eastern time on Saturdays or Fridays. Wow. <laughs> wow. What day is it? Fridays, every week. And also, you can find us on iTunes, which is where we put all this after we're done. So you can watch it in video format there. Uh, take a listen to the Gray Area podcast at com if you want to listen to interviews with developers. And uh, Mithrin slash Kevin slash Fortree also has a podcast about biking for those who are really like die hard into fitness and uh, torturing themselves. So tell us about that, Kevin. <laughs>
3: Well, first oh, of all, I would, I would like to say that, uh, <clears throat> it's not about torturing yourself. It's about torturing other people while you talk about it. So <laughs> it's really not about yourself. It's, you know, but no, it's, uh, if you go to super number one, uh, boy, super number one dot net, I believe is our website right now. Uh, you can check out the super number one cycling podcast or, or on iTunes, uh, super number one cycling. Look it up. Uh, we got new reviews of some fat bike tires right now. That just came up, and they're pretty awesome. I've been riding them a lot. And uh, if you're interested in fat bikes, well, you should be, because they're <laughs> for those, awesome. For those man. not in
1: Minnesota, that's super number one dot com or dot net.
3: Oh, did I say it in It said Minnesota in
1: Minnesota. You said super oh. from Minnesota. Super?
0: Well, it's I like, like things that are super, don't super. you? It's, it's kind of like me saying horror. Yeah, horror. Yeah. The horrors gotcha.
1: from, uh, from New gotcha. England. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's a super horror
2: it's a gotcha. super
1: horror super horror <laughs> all right so yeah uh stay tuned for next week for another adventure possibly next week although we might not be here we'll see we'll let you know follow us on <laughs> at death at death d4 to find out more night
0: good night good night
1: good night